listen, you, uh, you, you already know. You already know what time it is. Okay, I don't have to explain it. You already know who we are. You already know where we at. You already know what we're doing here. <laughs> Evil Ego Hour podcast program, whatever you want to call it, where every episode is the first episode with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Yeah. Let's go. I had to give you that full intro today. I am really excited about this episode. This is this is another episode where I'm like, damn, we might have we might have accidentally done some good in this world. <laughs> Like, like this might this might help people, um, you know. Sometimes I'm, I'm doing this pod and I go back and I'm listening, I'm editing the episodes. I'm like, wow, I'm gonna actually use this. What what part of ourselves are we speaking from? You know, when we do this, me and, me and Coach Cody Maui. I don't know, but today's episode is about faith. Uh, it's about the power of belief. It's about the power of forgiveness. It's about a lot of things, man. We go everywhere, but the centerpiece, the centerpiece of it all is faith. This this powerful energy of faith. The thing that has shaped history, belief. The thing that got you out of bed in the morning, honestly. Because you believed that it was worth it. Ah, it's it's so deep. Faith. So uh, me and Coach Cody Manawi spent some time overthinking about it, you know, overthinking about why it's important to have faith. Because you always hear it. You hear it in everything, religion. You always hear have faith. But why? Why? Why is it important? So we're going to dive into it. I'm going to shut my goddamn yap. But before I close out the intro, you know I got to say Beats by Makile, who I actually saw recently. I haven't seen him in a really long time, and I actually got to see him yesterday. So shout out to Makile, and the boy says hi. So without any further introductions, allow me to introduce another banger, another hood anthem. We might get a deal off this pod, okay? Another classic episode. Of the Evil Eagle Hour podcast with host Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Allow me to begin the program. to learn how to say what the words that uh, that are coming to your mind um without repeating re- re- repeating them like repeating and repeating them <laughs> you're just gonna start off the show disrespecting the host in this matter oh well you disrespecting me saying i need well, that work part, on my voice okay well that part's gonna be cut out so it's gonna just come in with you violating me in this wow way. okay well we because see I how edit. the picture is being painted <laughs> Yo, man, listen, 
Shit. Enough with the banter. Let's do what we came here to do. Because we have a goal. Little, I know it doesn't seem like it. I know it seems like we're just fucking rambling every day. But we have a goal. We have a mission. We have a mission, okay? And if you're confused as to what this is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat around the bush, okay? I'm gonna be honest with you. It's the Say it with this, say it with this, say it with this. If you can. We go have our podcast with Coast Coda Manawi. I'm your host, Knights. Here for another week. Alive. Hello. Yay. We are back. We are still here. We have survived round one of the pandemic. We are now entering into the horrible elections of the United States. <laughs> another fucking plague on our existence. That's another plague. Um, but we'll save all of that for another day. I want to know how you're doing today, Coast Cody Manawi. I am doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know I'm you're doing, doing okay. Y'all going to have to forgive Coast Cody Manawi today. He's been a little scatterbrained. He's yeah. dog sitting. I'm dog sitting, which isn't really the problem. I mean, it's it's like it's cool, you know. But you have been. I love my nephew Yoshi. But you have been but, screaming at this dude I, since I, I came I, in. I haven't screamed You've at been, him. I just been saying no, 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 multiple Sit times. Down. <laughs> and I also went on a uh, like a three day fast slash cleanse. Mm. So uh, my body is now adjusting to the slightly solid food of a smoothie. Mm. And uh, you're feeling a little little lethargic, little out, little, little out uh, there. Yeah, my energy is weird. I also had a weird dream last night, which could actually be the cause of all this. But how are you doing? Oh, I want to know about that dream. But I'm doing pretty good, I'd say. I, uh, last episode or one of these episodes where we were talking about grief, I was feeling a little weird. I feel like that episode actually put a lot of things into context for me. Um, and ever since that episode, I feel like I've been kind of putting the pieces back together. The world's testing me. Mm. It's coming at me. Yeah. But I'm, I think will. I'm handling it. As soon as you start paying attention to something, the world will throw everything it has at you. Mm-hmm. And that shit is annoying. But we're here. We're here again. The overthinkers here to do our job. And process all of this life. We're doing the mental heavy lifting so you can take a seat. You can relax for the next 40 minutes, okay? Because we got you. Hopefully it's less than 40 minutes. Hopefully less than 40 minutes. Let's try to get this really concise. And we're actually rambling right now. Today's topic. Let's go. That we're going to dive into. Uh, we did a lot of talking about, um, you know, grief in, in the last episode. And I wanted to I wanted to talk about something that I feel like we often talk about but never put a little pinpoint on. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about belief. I want to talk about faith. Ooh, that's a good one. Let's talk one. about faith. It's a good one. That's a good one. I, it's it's like the driving force behind so many things. And we've talked about faith. We we covered faith a little bit in the in the uh, sacrifice episode. We talked about intent in the good intent episode from the first season. Uh, but today we're gonna put a microscope on the concept of faith. And okay. what exactly is it? So I, I'll give you my reasoning for wanting this as a topic, but not before you give me that sweet, sweet definition. Here we go. So faith, the definition we have two here via Google. We have one, the complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And for number two, we have a strong belief in God or in the doctrine of a religion Based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Mm. So, so one is like strictly spiritual. That second one is is how it directly relates I, to 
to, to religion and spiritual yeah, concepts. Yeah, I, I would I would always relate faith personally to the spirit. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I think faith does ultimately come from the spirit. I mean, some people don't believe in the spirit, so well, yeah, the, it depends on what your idea of the spirit is, right? Um, because you always hear about faith. You always hear about belief. You got to believe in yourself. You got to have faith in yourself. Hey, have faith in the system. Hey, just listen. Listen. Have faith in the system. Have faith in God. You just got to have faith in God. And that's what, And I'm like, okay, faith. It's belief. Mm-hmm. And where is that cultivated from? Where Where do you get that from? And like, and you say the spirit. I I, I don't think faith can come anywhere other than a um than a spiritual place ultimately because it it, it doesn't rely on a logical or or rational factors or um, methods in order to achieve it. Faith comes without the proof. Like that's what the definition says. It comes complete trust um and i don't think you can really completely trust somebody without it having a spiritual factor in it and you can't completely trust somebody without it coming from like other places outside of like what they've shown you sometimes you just gotta have faith that they're not doing something or that they're going to do something or and and that applies to you as well you just sometimes you just gotta have faith that you'll complete something even though the environment in the world seems to be conspiring against you so i you know i do let's first talk about I guess what happens when you don't have faith. I feel like that's kind of easier to um, unpack, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like when when you don't have faith, yeah, I mean it's like that's where uh, skeptic skepticism starts at, and you're just very skeptical of things, and you always you're just very like your eyes are always peeled, waiting for you know your trust to be violated, or you're just waiting for something to prove you wrong. Mm. So that is, does you think that makes you a little bit more uh, on the defense? Yeah, of course. I think without faith, um, you you will be a little bit more defensive. You will feel um, more, I would say, vulnerable to the world and um, more. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think without faith, it does make you vulnerable. Even if you have faith in something that isn't real, mm-hmm. mentally, you are more secure when you have faith in something. Right. And and I feel like with faith. You can't move forward with true intent without faith Mm -hmm. because faith creates intent. Mm -hmm. Faith gives you a reason for being, for doing. Right. You know? Yeah, having faith in that idea. And I think faith, uh, as well as it gives you, like, it allows you to relax into your intent. It also gives a certain intensity inside of you because that with faith comes conviction. And with that conviction, we're able to um, act at, in accordance with this idea or with this um, with this purpose, um, regardless of the other factors around us. It, it's one thing that we choose to do um, that will take us far, because having faith in this idea or having faith in this purpose or having faith in a person allows it to be taken to a much further right. uh, intensity or, or is allows you it can to actualize it you can actualize it and is amplified through that faith right and and so is this i have a metaphor for this but before that i feel like you know without faith then you kind of lack the energy to create the experience that you desire you know mm. faith faith is an energy and 
you know, so when you don't have faith, then you go about all of your ideas and your actions with this half-assed energy mm-hmm. that you bring to everything because you know you don't you don't believe it, right. <laughs> you know, and that's where I feel like the self sabotage comes into play. Right. And I've had to really think about this type of stuff as it relates to me and, and what I want to do. Do you, and by you I mean me, do you <laughs> actually believe in yourself? Do you actually have faith that in your abilities? Do you have faith that if you do something, it will result in the thing that you were looking for? Because if I do, then then my actions in certain situations would be different. Yeah, I, I agree. And and how I relate to that, well, one thing I had to come to the realization is is that it's it's really hard because it's also very simple and straightforward. And um, it's it's it kind of comes from a um, it comes from that conviction, but it is a, a it's a simple decision that we have to make. And and mm-hmm. when you have a habit of overthinking, over analyzing things, then you find a lot of reasons, and so you find a lot of reasons to mm. doubt. And you know, even overthinkers, they may find a lot of reasons to doubt, and they may find a lot of reasons to believe. But then they ultimately cancel out because like, yeah, you can find just as many reasons to believe in yourself as you have reasons to doubt yourself. And so at the end of the day, none of that really matters. It really depends on how much faith you have in yourself. Are you going to prove the reasons to believe in yourself to trust in yourself or to trust in this person or this idea or this purpose? Um, Or are you going to try to prove the reasons why you shouldn't believe in it. Right. Because, and that's so interesting because it's like faith, a lot of it is based on like impulse. You're not not even always going to have, as we discussed, an example or a reason to have faith. Mm -hmm. You might have somewhat of a reason, but you're not, there's going to be parts where it's like that just require you to believe in something that you can't see, which we talked about in the sacrifice episode, which we, we do all the time, but, and, and doubt. So, so is it real faith? Faith is just a mindset. It seems like that you cultivate in the same way doubt is. So right. like you were saying, it is just a decision. Mm-hmm. You are either deciding to have faith in yourself or deciding to doubt it. And like you said, if we if you are prone to overthinking as we are, then you can just go back and forth between these two things so much so where you don't even actually ever make a decision. Right. And and that's probably worse. That's probably the worst yeah. thing to do is to not make that decision is to stay stagnant. Um, because, uh, yeah. you know, you may decide to not have faith in something. And that's also a lot better than not deciding right. whether you actually believe in something or not. Because making the decision to not believe in something gives you the space to believe in something. Right, exactly. It gives you the space to have faith in something that is, you're more convinced in, you have more conviction in. And so it, mm-hmm. it's it's just as important to know like what you don't believe in, like what, what you don't have faith in. Because like half-assing it, saying you have faith but not really having faith, not, not really having that conviction, not really sitting down and taking the time to, to make that decision to, uh, to believe in it and to give all your heart, body, and spirit into it. Um, without that, you, you're you not going to feel that intensity of life or the intensity of love or that intensity of drive. Mm, I agree with that. And I, and I also think like, well... I don't think you have a choice in the matter, but you, you, you have to believe in something. You have to you have to have 
faith in something. And I, and I don't mean just because you said, you know, you have to, it, it's good to figure out the things that you don't have faith in or the things that you don't believe, but that can't be your only belief. Your, your only beliefs can't be the things that you don't believe or else you're just a fucking cynic. You can't, you have to pick a route or else, you know, it's the stand for something, fall for anything, uh, you know, concept. So that's what I think. And, and I think leaders demonstrate this power of faith and belief really well, too. Right? They have to create that environment for other people to believe. In to believe something. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They are so they believe in this goal so much that they it rubs off on other people to the point where they're like, I'm going to follow this guy. I feel like he knows what the hell he's talking about. And he makes you feel more confident as a result. And we see that with spiritual leaders when, um, you know, they, we may see somebody be converted um, into Christianity, which is like kind of the whole entire religion of Christianity is mm-hmm. really big on faith. Um, and there's something like it's, it's yeah. pretty much the the whole message yeah. behind Christianity faith. Is, is is faith. So um, you know, we see that in that, or even like other religious leaders. Um, it, it takes it, it with the leader. They are the the force. They are where that comes from uh, in religion. But it, it could even be for other ideas. It can be um, for a sports team. You know, the the leader is the one who makes everybody else believe in the team and what they what they're doing. They keep everybody together. They keep everybody locked in. Um, and mm. I, I think leaders have a. Um, and I would like to look. I would like to think of us as leaders. Um, I think we are leaders. Um, mm-hmm. And other leaders, whether it's on a big scale or a, a small scale, um, do have a a role into cultivating and maintaining uh, faith in whatever idea or movement that they are pushing. Mm. Yeah, and I and I would like to revisit that as it relates to religion because I feel like that's actually a really good point. These common themes of of faith, it's just riddled through the bible the whole concept of it is like believing in things and and having faith believing in christ right um i I would like to revisit that because i feel like it's a part of this kind of social contract thing that i want to get into later on but i do have this metaphor uh about faith that i was kind of thinking of this morning i think of a lot of things visually and uh we were having a conversation not too long ago an unreleased conversation about ideas And at some point, you know, we were fucking wrestling with what the idea of an idea is and we're trying to figure it out. And at one point I raised the question, you know, what is more valuable, the idea itself or the belief in the idea? Mm -hmm. Because the belief in the idea is the thing that makes the idea actualized, right? Right, right. And, you know, ideas, we we went back and forth on what an idea is. We don't know if it's something that already exists and our brain is just the net that catches the ideas. We don't know if we're the ones who are uh, creating the idea and putting them forth in the world. We don't know what that is. But we know that strictly off of belief, we can make things real that didn't otherwise exist. Right. And so I see it almost... As like life being this road, you heard of life is a highway. I wanna ride. That's like one of the Caucasian classics that oh I will turn own. up for. Hell yeah, that joint and um and uh, uh just a small town boy. Hey, listen, whites, I'm down. I'm down with them too. But um, <laughs> I do like feel like life is is a highway. It's like it's like the 
uh, it's like a car kind of metaphor. The idea is the destination. The idea is the, is the place where you want to go mm-hmm. or the place where you're going to go, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the the body is the car, the vessel, the physical body is, is the car. Mm-hmm. And the faith and the belief is the fuel to right, me. Right, right. Like you would think, oh, you know, the things that you're putting in your body is the fuel. Yeah, it, it is the fuel for your for your. For your physical, physical, right? Yeah, but really, the fuel is the the belief in whatever you're doing because that's the thing that that's actually the, that's the fuel for your mind, right? That yeah. causes the things in your mind to be to become quote unquote real to to bring them into existence. The belief and the faith that you can do that, mm-hmm. or know? that or that it's worthwhile. It's worth the effort. Right. It's worth the the change. You you have to have a a deep enough reason. Uh, like I said, conviction. It doesn't even always have to be reason, um, because there's some things that don't really come from a, a place of reason, right? Or logic. They, or, yeah, they, yeah, they come from how you feel, and that's that's just as important um, when when we when we're looking at ourselves. Is that you know as much as reason you know tends to dictate our world and. Um, and our and our lives, or we think that they dictate our lives. Um, how we feel about things is also very important, mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the state that we that we put ourselves in, and the state that we're in, um, is is um, it can be a hindrance in our lives. And so there may not be a reason um, for us to make a decision. It may seem illogical or even counterintuitive, but if we feel something, then we do need to respect that feeling. We need to have trust and faith in ourselves Mm. because, you know, we, something is telling us that, and we need to, you know, one important part about having faith is having faith in yourself. Um, without that faith in yourself, without that um, trust that you will be okay, that you will um, recover from any losses d- due to this transition. Boy, how do you know? How do you know I'm going to be okay? I'm homeless. You're going to be okay. You got to have faith. What? What do you? I, what is it? You know, it might not make sense. Yeah, it, it might not make sense. And um, it's important to pay attention to your feelings, like you said, because faith probably will identify itself as a feeling first. You just mm. believe it for some reason. I believe. I feel it. I don't know logically why I feel this way, mm-hmm. but I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And and I think one thing that can really affect somebody's um faith in themselves is um when they make a mistake and Mm -hmm. when when we fuck up and when we thought we had faith in ourselves or we actually did have faith in ourselves and it did not turn out okay and um i think that that can give us a feeling of um betrayal and feel like we Mm. we may have betrayed ourselves or we may have uh we may not have moved with our our best uh, interests in mind, or we, maybe we should have thought about it a little bit more. Um, and like that you fucking betrayed yourself. Yeah, and, and 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 it hurts because that's the worst feeling is to feel that you betrayed yourself. Um, and you know, I think we should go into that because betrayal, uh, whether it's coming from ourselves or from a partner or from an idea that we thought was um useful or or logical or helpful to ourselves others or the greater society um being betrayed by any of those things or feeling betrayed by any of those things um can cause us to lose faith and you know with that loss of faith we can then move into hopelessness and despair which we never want to be into because that's really a very big mm. cause of uh, depression. 
Well, let's let's break this down then. This this uh, concept of betrayal, because I feel like it relates to everything that we've talked about up to this point. You you brought up the religions, and uh, and it's also with the government. It's also with a lot of different things. Since this power, there's so much power in belief. And it has the ability to literally shape the world. So there's so since there's so much power in it, naturally, they're going to be there's going to be people out here who are going to manipulate the power of belief and manipulate people's ability to believe in a thing. And and throughout time, religions have done this in order to control people. Uh, Governments have done this in order to control people. And Trevor Noah had this talk where he was talking about how the reason why there's so much backlash and the reason why people are acting out in this way is because they feel like the, the social contract that was established or that's supposed to be established with the people is being broken. So it's really that that breaking of the faith in the system mm-hmm. that's causing people to act out in these ways. And really, to me, what it is, it's the f- because faith creates a sense of security. And we've right. talked about security being uh, a part of the hierarchy of needs. You, your brain needs a sense of security in order to run properly and efficiently. Mm-hmm. And whenever you are betrayed, I feel like it puts you in this state of the unknown, of course. It puts you in this state where now you have no security. You don't, especially if, if somebody you really trust betrays you, right. it puts you in this place of like, oh, I don't even know myself. I thought I knew them, but you actually didn't know them. Mm-hmm. So d- what do I know about myself if I didn't even know, if I don't even truly know the people around me? And it throws you into this state of uncertainty. Yeah. It throws you into the unknown. It takes away your security. Mm-hmm. And, you know. It's like the ultimate wrench into, yeah. you know, the gears that are turning your head or the system, uh, the system of belief, like you said, um, that keeps us moving forward. And without taking that wrench out, without, you know, allowing, uh, forgiving yourself really at the end of the day, um, whether you're forgiving yourself for yourself, um, like forgiving yourself for yourself, it's always going to be for yourself, but whether you're forgiving yourself or you're forgiving somebody else Mm. or you're forgiving the system, um, it, we do need to have a place of forgiveness because without that, the wrench can't be removed. Right. The, and we can't establish trust or faith somewhere else um, in order for us to keep the gears moving again. And then we, we find ourselves stuck. We find ourselves uh, like unable to move because we're so scared. We're so paranoid. Yeah, the fear. And we have like, and, and we have like this, I don't like to use the word word trauma so much, but we have this like very deep impression. Yeah. I, I want to say I want to call it an impression on um, what life is, and without being able to trust ourselves or other people, um, we won't be able to move. And then you know it circles back to that cynicism or that skepticism um, that yeah. that doesn't allow us to move to to trust and to work together. And after and after recognizing that faith is a necessary part of reality, you can also simultane, uh, simultaneously understand that faith is also going to put you in a vulnerable position. Having faith in something leaves you 
vulnerable to the fact that it might not pan out the way that you think. And some people don't ever want to be put in that position. And that's where a lot of the blind faith comes in handy because there are situations where people, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, Trump supporters, they are, they blindly believe in this concept. Not even a man, I don't think anymore. I don't think they believe in him anymore. I feel like they believe in this concept of, of, a savior, you know what I mean? Of somebody who can fix the problems. And, you know, I think that's kind of where the faith needs to be uh, adjusted because, you know, you're ha- the things that you have faith in dictate how you move about in the world. So should you have faith that in, in a person or maybe just have more faith in yourself or more faith in your ability to, to, you know, put forth love or or whatever you're trying to create out of this experience, maybe you should analyze the things that you have faith in. Yeah, I I think it does always come from yourself. I mean, that's just me. Um, And I know that there's some things that are beyond us. There are are some things that have affected affected us um, very young that you know, can like kind of not give us a, a strong foundation to, to build faith in ourselves. Um, but it does always circle back to us because although it's not our fault, it's our responsibility. Mm. Um, I got that from Will Smith. Really? Um, yeah. Or at least I got it from one of his like little videos, but it is always our responsibility. Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does come back to us. It comes back to what we do, to, to how we're going to handle things how we're going to move forward. And, um, you know, we don't always, I I feel like it's, at first we always want to say like, you know, you should learn from it. If if somebody like betrays you or we betray ourselves, Mm -hmm. the first thing we want to say is, well, learn from it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Just like take the best from it and, and leave (laughs) behind everything that, but it's hard to, to take the best from it and leave behind because it's riddled and it's, and it's kind of integrated into, uh, the, the lessons that you took. And so the shadow of like all these lessons learned is like this bitterness and Mm. this burn, um, from having our, our trust violated. Um, and even if we violated our own trust, yo, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk a little bit more about, uh, betrayal because I have, I have this friend, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not even going to say the situation. All, all that I'm going to say about the situation is that, uh, a friend was, deeply betrayed by another friend Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was related to like financial stuff um you know he was deeply betrayed he had things taken from him from somebody who who he thought was a friend and as he's telling me this i feel this rage (laughs) just in my belly And, and i'm completely relating to what he's talking about even though i'm not uh you know even though i'm not involved in any way but this happens anytime somebody tells me a story about betrayal or or something that uh, or a time where their trust was broken and i was thinking like what is it about yeah. that fucking this it's it's what is it i i think it has something to do with pride right because hmm. it's it's like you don't want to believe that you put yourself in this position even even if you're the one who did it to yourself it's like there's some type of pride that gets affected when your trust is betrayed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I agree, and it's um, it's it's hard to let it go. It's hard to think that uh, we allowed this, and you know, most people. I, I would say most people, um, instantly. You know, they're blaming. They're blaming. They're pointing the finger and saying, "Oh, you did this to me, X, Y, and Z." Um, but 
of course, the shadow of that is that we don't want to take the blame and we don't want to take responsibility for what somebody else has done. Mm. And a lot, you know, there are times where we, we have no, we have no part in what somebody has done to us and where, you know, in like, you know, rape scenarios yeah. or, you know, people who've been molested as children or a lot of things that happen to us as children. Um, we're not responsible for <laughs> most things I'd say actually yeah, I would say most, if not all things yeah. that happen to us as children um, are not our fault. Um, but it, it, hold, on, hold on one second. Well, you heard that it's not your fault. <laughs> it, it really isn't. Let's just say that really quick for somebody who needs to hear it. <laughs> it's not your fucking fault. But go ahead. Um, sorry. <laughs> and yeah, we want to learn from it. Um, but what's even more important than learning from it is to take responsibility of what's going to happen moving forward. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so should the focus be on that instead of the anger? Try to that. I guess that's what they mean by you should learn from it. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't. Think, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything wrong with being angry about it. Um, but as long as that anger is serving something, right? Um, right, right, right. And and I talked about it. I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode. One of the episodes this season, I talked about uh, not being fueled by uh, negative emotions. Oh, yeah. Um, But sometimes it's all you have. And I I don't blame anybody. If anger is all that they have to move forward, then, you know, you can use that. And I think it's fair for you to use that anger to move forward in order to, you know, either prevent you from going through that again or to help you learn that lesson. But you shouldn't act out of it, though, right? Because I feel like that's still fueled or that still derives from fear. It still derives from, it still, it still derives from a negative emotion. Yeah. I mean, anger derives from what I've learned. It derives from injustice. And sometimes we are, we, you know, yeah, so it's hard betrayal. to get over that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, you know, we should wait on emotions. We shouldn't act immediately out of, out of these negative emotions, but that's, that's almost to kind of imply that it will go away soon. And sometimes these emotions don't go away soon enough, uh, in the time that we need to take action on them. And, you know, it's okay if you do act out of these emotions, if you are, you know, you are processing them. Um, and you do need to just get it out. Um, and and eventually, once you really just like, you just really accept what your emotions are, it will make it easier for you to let go of that anger. And you'll likely realize that this anger isn't doing anything, uh, isn't doing much for me past that initial spark yeah, to create this change. Yeah, after you already change. beat their ass. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, already beat their ass. You'll like, realize it like, oh, shit. <laughs> Like, uh, I probably shouldn't have did that. But, Standing um, over their unconscious body. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and I'm looking at the definition for pride, right? You want to read it? Yes. You want to read of this course. damn definition? Love, are you, love are to you read. conscious enough? I am conscious enough. Right. Pride. We have definition number one, a feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Hmm. And number two, we have confidence and self-respect as expressed by members of a group, typically one that has been socially marginalized or on the basis of their shared identity, culture, and experience. That's that's weird. I'm thinking about pride. It it says here it's a feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one own uh, from one's own achievements, and we know it's not always 
relating to achievements, right? Mm-hmm. Because if in the second definition, it talked about uh, confidence and uh, self respect. Self respect, right? So maybe it's that your self respect gets violated whenever you are betrayed. But that shows that we get a pleasure from thinking that we like know what's going on. We have an idea of what's going on. The people in my life are loyal to me. There's something about that on a deep level we get pleasure from. Maybe that's the security. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we get pleasure from the security of knowing that, like, okay, these are my friends. This is the existence I'm living, you know, yada, yada, yada. And there's, and a, there's a comfort to it, too. There's a Right. There's a comfort that comes with that. So whenever we are betrayed on this deep level, it, it fucking pulls the chair from up under you and then, like, hey. It's not what you thought, and that's what uh, that's what creates these visceral responses and and this this deep pain and this deep hurt. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it all makes sense, but I, I think that we need to find a way to accept that we have been betrayed either by ourselves or by others. And how do you think that? Um, or how have you accepted the portrayal from yourself or from another person? Um, it's probably... Uh, I'm not great at it, I don't think, because I do start to go into a, a revenge kind of mind state, a vengeful, I gotta, I gotta now do this to you because you did this to me. And in, even as it relates to just me, you know, I always feel like there has to be some type of reconciliation um, for for the betrayal. What I am doing maybe more recently is realizing what we've been talking about up to this point. And it's that with any amount of faith, it's going to be a vulnerability attached to it. So you knew what this was before you had, before you chose to have faith in this thing. You chose to have faith that this person was going to be the person that you were going to be with forever. It didn't work out, but you knew ahead of time that there was a, there was a possibility that it wouldn't work out. And it doesn't always help, help in the moment, but down the road, it helps with like the, the, grieving process of like you know the dealing with the betrayal that you're currently going through you know i I try to just keep the full picture in my mind that like this is what happens this is a part of it this is life doing its thing this is a part of relationships this is a part of everything yeah and and it's it's kind of reassuring uh that you know i felt like life would get boring if we were always right right yeah and, and it's just like yeah i mean you and you may feel like that uh, because you don't acknowledge or you don't feed into those ideas that you were wrong, which could lead to narcissism in, in, in one sense. And it could lead to you just having a good amount of faith in yourself, regardless of uh, what happens, because you only pay attention to the times you were right or the the time, the, the reinforcing times of faith. Mm-hmm. So there, there comes a time where you also have to I think it kind of gets down to the point of cultivating um cultivating some faith in faith and Mm. having a deep conviction or trust in what happens when you have faith in something right so it starts from having faith in your faith that's a fucking uh that's that is seems like something that's been represented in the bible and and religions you know like why why am i believing this because (laughs) yeah just because yeah just because god or jesus um and and that's where i believe 
the idea of blind faith comes from where you have faith in the faith you have faith in the process of having faith in something and um, whether or not it works out you know that you will go on believing deeply into the next thing or you go on believing um, in the next person because having faith in something or somebody whatever it is that you do is always the best way having that faith is what creates that intensity in Mm -hmm. life Um, that doesn't mean be blind and don't protect yourself you can um, you can protect yourself you don't have to be naive you can you can make um, judgments on things if you have to Um, but it does come to a certain point where um, your judgments and your fears um, will kind of match up and they'll align and then you do have to take that leap of faith. So when you have the, the faith, like you said, it's the intensity behind everything. And that's the reason why when you're betrayed, it's just as intense, that feeling, the feelings of, of anger and all of that. And I told my friend, and you also touched on this point, the friend that was going through this, you know, it's also not a weakness. Faith is not a weakness. And I told him that you know, you didn't do anything wrong because he was saying, you know, I feel I feel so stupid. I should have done so and so. Yeah, we can talk about what you should have done or what you should have checked to, to put yourself in a better position. But in the end, you trusted somebody. You put your faith in something and you're not stupid and you're not weak for doing that. That's a part that's a part of life. What the fuck? Is somebody dying? I'm leaving this in. All right. It's have faith that uh, somebody will take care of that kid. Um, but yes, um, I, I do think that you, yeah, it comes back to forgiving, for, for him to forgive himself. Forgive yourself. Um, and to, to move forward. You, you do take what you uh, need from it, but, you know, once whatever little tidbits of lessons that you gain from it, um, you also need to, to let go and say, like, some not all lessons are... Like, we think everything is a lesson, but everything can't be a lesson. Some things are nuanced. Some mm-hmm. things just happen in one space. Um, and do what you have to do to prevent it, but also don't judge everybody by this situation of what happened to you before. Right, because that's them. You know, you don't have to let it affect you in a sense where you're like, oh, well, now I'm going to start trusting everybody less. It's yeah. like, no, that was that's a problem with them. They just don't, they just don't deserve that trust from you. And in those situations, you find... Um, whether it's somebody who lost trust from somebody else or it's you losing trust, people will end up paying for things that they didn't do. Mm. You mean even if even if it relates to like people losing trust in themselves? Yeah. Um, if you don't have trust in yourself, then you're, you're probably not going to have trust in other people. Um, if you don't have, if somebody betrayed you before, um, it's going to be hard to trust somebody else. But that the, the second person who you're deciding to trust may actually deserve your trust. They may actually deserve uh, your faith. Um, So I guess just to to top it off, um, I think it's Bill Gates. It's either Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, one of the the tech geniuses. So Bill Jobs. Bill Jobs. um, He said, trust but verify. Trust but verify. And and if they're truly trustworthy, then they should be okay with you verifying. And we're applying it to a person outside of you. But if you are the person that you need to trust, verify that the trust that you have in yourself is coming from a place that's that's real. And and if it's not, build up whatever it is that you're trying to do, whatever or this idea. Um, make sure it's something that you really do want to have faith in. And if you can check it, um, then you can establish more faith in yourself. That that pinch of cynicism. Somebody um, on Twitter is one of the homies over at the factory. Um, 
shout out DMV music uh, scene. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he says cynicism, and I love this perspective. Um, cynicism is like salt, and having a pinch of it does give us like flavor in life, and it does allow us to actually um, do do things tastefully and see life um, for what it is and mm. from a more amplified um, place. So that that pinch of skepticism is okay when you have faith because it allows you to check yourself and allows you to to continue to grow. Yeah, it's like that that thing vetting you, making sure that you are making the right decisions. Have faith. Have faith, everybody. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in us that we're gonna be back every other week with this fire okay this This philosophical psychological sociological that good shit but have we have faith in you guys and we have faith that you are going to like comment and subscribe on all social media platforms twitter instagram youtube soundcloud at evil eagle hour please go to evil eagle hour.com and sign up for the newsletter drop your ideas into the idea box and if you are feeling charitable if you want to see us grow if you're trying to see some video content sooner rather than later (laughs) please scroll down or click the show more button wherever you're at wherever you're listening to and head over to that tip link and drop a tip whether it's five whether it's 10 whether it's 50 just a little tip just a tip will help us get closer to expanding the evil eagle hour podcast platform and that's all that happened that's all you got great great yes help us expand this evil ego empire that we're trying to build here (laughs) so we can enslave people in the future all right (laughs) all right we're gonna cut this we're gonna we're gonna gonna end this have faith everybody we out we out Peace. peace hello this episode of the evil ego hour podcast is sponsored by cash for cash Hey you! What? What's wrong? I'm broke. Have you ever heard of Cash for Cash? No. Oh boy, you're missing out. Why are we yelling? Cash for Cash is the only service that will accept absolutely anything in exchange for real, government-certified, hard-earned, stone-cold cash. Absolutely anything? Absolutely anything. Give us your used clothes and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your grandmother's antique jewelry and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your worn-out CDs and DVDs and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your old Pokemon cards and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your Facebook password and we'll give you cash. Give us your empty Metro cards and we'll give you cash. Give us a copy of your birth certificate and we'll give you cash. Give us a strain of your hair and a jar of your urine and we'll give you cash. Give us whatever's in your pocket at the time and we'll give you cash. How does this work? Give us your soul and we'll give you cash. 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 Cash for cash. Cash.